Hey everybody, I'm proud to say that this week's episode is sponsored by Stooly Tool. Now, if you're anything like me, you'll probably get a free invite to attend all of the major music festivals. It's kind of crazy. It's not like I can't afford to go. I'm the presenter, writer or producer of a hit podcast. But if you're also like me, you'll take to that festival not just a gold set of angel wings, some gorgeous shimmery face paints and a pair of Ugg boots, but also a crippling fear of shared bathroom facilities. Because if you're venturing to a festival or camping or just out rambling, miles away from home, perhaps you're on the run from the police, one of the most awkward things to navigate is how to do a number two. Girl poopies. Now, obviously, we've been able to do number ones outside forever, you know, up against a tree, in the gutter, a neighbour's fence, or that old Lucozay bottle, slightly dangerous, that one. Well, worry no more with Stooly Tool. Now, the Stooly Tool is an ingenious and revolutionary portable device which lets me do, and there's no delicate way of putting this, my business in public. My business up in your business. The Stooly Tool's been around for a while now, and anyone that follows me on the gram will have seen me carrying this strange contraption everywhere. Or perhaps you've wondered, why is he dragging that bit of piping around? And it's true, to the naked eye, it looks like a drainpipe, but it lends a lot of its design to that of a shooting stick. It has a fold-out ergonomic seat which moulds itself to even the curviest of bottoms and places you right over the hidden cavity. Gripping on both sides gives you access to all the function buttons. On the left-hand side, you have buttons for mild suction. And once you've finished using Stooly Tool, the shrink wrap function seals the deal on your function. The right button will cleanse and sanitise. And if you're unable to get too far away from a crowd, there's also a button which plays an array of distracting noises of your choice through a built-in speaker. Bluetooth will let you connect to your own music. And let me tell you, this can be a godsend. My friend Claudia borrowed my Stooly tool for a destination wedding and was able to use it successfully and discreetly midway through a cliff-top standing reception. In fact, the only place I wasn't allowed to take it was Burning Man when it got confiscated at the entrance. And then I saw someone using it as a didgeridoo a couple of days later. Anyway, once you're done, you just release your vacuum-sealed torpedo straight into a bin or a skip or over a fence. It really is the perfect solution. Stooly tool. When you need to go on the go, it's the perfect job for the job. Now on House of Daft, broadcaster and natural historian David Attenborough reviews pornography. It is a well-known fact that the Female human and the male human often indulge in intercourse outside of the binds of reproduction and copulate for pleasure. Sometimes even two 
male humans and two female humans engage, or several males and females, or in the case of what is presented to us here and now, approximately 100 males and two females. We see the males, already priapic, standing on the circumference of a warehouse, some blindfolded to shield their identity in case their full-time mate or a curious work colleague happens upon the scene. Many are obviously cold and have kept their socks on or are sporting a flip-flop. Others are braving the hard stone floor and will probably require a tetanus shot when all this is over. The females have oiled up their bodies to make the many anticipated insertions easier, and they can be heard calling random, nonsensical cries in vocal tones they think make them sound sensual to the males. Some of the males feign bravado and surge forward. There's no hierarchy and no discretion. The women aren't interested in the strongest or most handsome. And in fact, the first participant is a sweaty, overweight, balding man called a Jeff R. The Jeff R prods and pokes in an inefficient manner, yet the woman proffers facial expressions that suggest satisfaction. We can all tell she's thinking about her washing. The process continues with sometimes five or six of the men interacting with the woman at one time. The group gives the impression that this is an enjoyable procedure. But all the men look embarrassed, and after about 40 minutes, seem tired and red and uncomfortable. The lighting is harsh, the whole scene deeply unattractive. By this stage, the adornments that the women have used about their faces have sadly melted, and what was applied as a form of attraction to the viewer and participants is now just a gunky, messy pool of makeup streaming down their flushed cheeks. Once the last of the men has flailed their impotent seed, the women are asked how much fun they've had. They laugh in an over-exaggerated fashion and say how they can't wait to do it all again. As the credits roll, thoughts turn to the unfortunate souls that have to descend on this depressing arena to clean up before tomorrow, when an orgy of an even grimmer variety will occur 
as they must make way for an insurance broker's convention. Sir David Attenborough. Next week, from the House of Daft Archives, Sir Terry Wogan reviews pornography. And now, episode seven of our terrifying new horror series, The Cult. Just a warning that some people may find the following scenes upsetting or just annoying. stupid right there. She's wandered into that house alone in the middle of the night and the first thing she does is shout hello. What's going on? You can see what's going on. He's got his arm fist deep in a goat's carcass and the other bloke's holding a knife and smearing blood on his doodah. Chris? Chris, is that you? You know it is. Oh, Chris. Oh, my God. What have they done to you? got to get the fuck out, Sarah. Pardon your French. Let me see if I can untie these ropes. You'll need a knife. My knife is in my pocket. Don't you? Hurry! Before they come back. Wait a minute. What now? What's this over here? It, it looks like... No! No, don't go near it. What on earth is she doing now? I just put my hand in here. Oh, she's thick. Pardon my French. Hurry! They're coming! Yes, Sarah, hurry up. Oh, oh my God! No! Oh, God! I don't know why all these horrible programmes are set in Eastern Europe. We went to Bratislava on a no-night-stop bus bonanza and had a wonderful time. <laughs> oh, but they did lose your Uncle Len's suitcase, and for the first three days he wore nothing but my giraffe leggings and a nighty with a puppy on it. <laughs> oh, nobody minded. I don't think I love you translates into Slovakian. But a beautiful place. Gorgeous architecture. Come to think of it, they were filming when we were there, actually. So annoying. We drove for miles to visit that concentration camp and it was closed because they were apparently using it as a stand-in for Windsor Castle. We had to go to that sausage factory instead. Then tried insult to injury on the way back, the chemical toilet broke. But it was really lovely. Wonderful people. But, but some so-and-so, pardon my French, pinched my purse in that market while your Uncle Em was having his portrait painted by a street artist. I think I've still got that picture somewhere. It was actually quite good. Really captured the drowsiness in the puppy's eyes. Lieutenant Collins? Sarah? Sarah, honey, is that you? 
Now, this is the only reason I'm watching this show. Would you believe we sat next to this chap at the theatre last time we went out west? Lovely man. Oh, except he did have his hand in his pocket the entire time and kept elbowing your Auntie Barbara with all this weird shuffling. It was very distracting. We couldn't concentrate on Denise Van Outen at all. My daughter, you son of a bitch, I swear I'll... Oh, pardon your French. Hello? But a dead reed is thinking of turning that play into a movie. I don't think Denise will be in it. He's setting it in Boston and she can't do American. Uh, Lieutenant, I'm sorry to disturb, but you gotta see this. Where did you get these photos? That's the red of my dress for Millie and Jasper's wedding. That blood, there. <laughs> it's quite flouncy. It is a bit revealing in the decolletage. Your Uncle Len actually wolf-whistled when I tried it on. I said, pardon your French. <laughs> my daughter's out there, Casey, and I think she's in real trouble. Get me on the first plane to Prague. No, oh, it's Prague, is it? Casey. Mm. Sir, we went there with the girls from Diet Dolly's. Gorgeous place. Beautiful people. Wonderful architecture. But it was a very poor choice food-wise. Very heavy. Very brown. Oh, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go read my book. Oh, it's fascinating. Riveting. So evocative. But it's supposedly historical. And one of the characters is called Jackie. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the first feedback section of the House of Daft Pod. There's a very good reason for me doing the feedback section in this manner, in that a lot of the feedback I've received so far has been quite angry. So I thought I'd do this segment in ASMR to diffuse some of the negativity. The first letter is from a Pam Hornby. Oh, that's my auntie Pam. She says, I've just listened to the podcast and thought it was wonderful. But it's very rude of you to record someone watching the telly without their knowledge. Can you please take it down? Or else all the girls at Tuesday Toe Tappers will laugh at me. Thanks, Pam. No, I can't do that, I'm afraid, as I don't know how to edit. But in order to soothe you and to get over the disappointment, Here's the sound of some keys left over from our last swingers party. Don't they have a lovely, lovely jangle? 
once I find out where you live, I will hunt you down and tear you a new one. I'm so sorry you feel this way, Jim. I hope the sounds of me rolling these pencils go some way to appeasing your violent for listening to this episode of House of Daft. I'm Alex T. Hornby, and oh, I just did it all, quite frankly. If you like this podcast, please rate and review. If you don't like this podcast, don't do that. There's enough negativity in the world and nobody cares about your shitty opinion. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>